Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for November the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. It is the supreme law of the land. It is the blueprint for liberty. We use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. We also reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Dr. Scott Bradley's with me. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you. Uh, I hope all is well in everybody's universe out there. I, uh, I presume. Well, we got a little light snow falling, but um, I suspect it won't last long today. I'm still hoping I get some leaves off my lawn tomorrow. But uh, you know, I'll it's tell always you what, we need dicey. the snow. That's for sure. We do, but I'm not getting enough to make a difference, and it might make my leaf raking a little bad. Anyway, so much for things as they're uh, <laughs> happening in my neck of the woods. You know. House uh, Republicans announced they are launching an investigation into Joe Biden. They had a press conference yesterday, uh, and they believe that Joe is involved in Hunter's business dealings and abused the executive branch, if you will, when he was vice president and even on into when he's president. Sean Hannity uh, reviewed that conference, had some interesting info to say as he interviewed both of the House, I should say Republican House representatives that were involved there. Uh, you got what? Jim Jordan is one of them. Uh, and you got, what's that guy, Comey? Or... Comer. Comer James is his Comer. name. Yeah, Mr. It, Comer. Not to be mixed up with Mueller, who did so many dastardly deeds in previous years. Yes, yeah, anyway, so you have James Comer of Kentucky, Jim Jordan of Ohio. They're citing what they call unnamed whistleblowers. Now, that's kind of interesting to me. You don't name whistleblowers oftentimes until you have to for their protection, but they mock this in the story. But here's the summary of the conference with some great questions, believe it or not, from Sean Hannity. Here it is. Oh, we lost Cameron. All right, Cameron, are you there? Go, sir. Ranking member of the House Oversight and Reform Committee, Congressman James Comer is with us, and the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, Congressman Jim Jordan. Congressman Comer, you will be investigating the issue of Hunter Biden and the laptop from hell. Uh, we've learned a lot. We've learned that not only uh, Burisma in Ukraine and, and Joe Biden leveraging taxpayer dollars, uh, but also monies from Kazakhstan, three and a half million uh, dollars from uh, the former first lady of Moscow, and a $100 million investment into Hunter Biden's business to buy real estate from that same former first lady of Moscow. Uh, then, of course, we have a, a Chinese national taking the Biden family on a, a shopping spree, the $1.5 billion deal with China, uh, a $5 million no-interest forgivable loan. That sounds like a gift to me. And, and we also have within that laptop multiple implications that Joe Biden, in fact, lied to the country when he repeatedly said he never once talked to his son, Hunter, about his foreign business dealings. 
We have pictures. We've chronicled meetings with, with Hunter, foreign business partners, and Joe Biden. Do you believe that this, this is going to lead to a massive pay-to-play scandal that will expose the Biden family as a syndicate that made a fortune on cashing off of their dad's position? It sure looks like it. And the first thing we're going to be able to prove tomorrow is that Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he had no knowledge of Hunter Biden's business dealings. Not only did he have knowledge of Hunter's business dealings, uh, we also have evidence that shows he was a large part of Hunter's business dealings, that he was an equity partner, that uh, Hunter requested keys from the Chinese partners uh, to have an extra key for Joe Biden and Joe Biden's brother so that they could have office space uh, so that Joe Biden could work with his son to work with the Chinese to get their foot in the door on the American energy industry. Now, think about this, Sean. At a time when Americans are suffering from high energy prices because of Joe Biden's disastrous energy policy, and at a time when Joe Biden's had to go to Saudi Arabia to beg OPEC for more oil production, we've now learned, and we have a PowerPoint presentation that we're going to present in a press conference tomorrow in Chinese that, that uh, Hunter was using to present to, the, to his backers in China a plan for China to get ownership and to purchase liquefied natural gas from uh, producers all over the United States, and then even worse, to be able to get ownership in the infrastructure of the natural gas industry by purchasing an interest in the drillers. So when Joe Biden says he's going to get tough on China, I mean, Joe Biden was was a partner with his son in trying to help China get well, an interest in our natural you. gas industry. Is, is Joe Biden compromised, likely compromised by China, by Russia, by Ukraine, by Kazakhstan? Is this an influence well, peddling scandal we're talking about? I think we've proven uh, with the Fox viewers, we're going to prove with the mainstream media tomorrow that uh, Hunter Biden's shady influence, uh, shady businesses have compromised our national security. Now we're going to investigate Joe Biden to see if, in fact, that uh, this White House is compromised. And when people see the amount of money that Hunter Biden has received from our adversaries in Russia, Ukraine, China, and the Middle East, I think they're going to be concerned because right now the average person doesn't realize all the wrongdoing that Hunter's done. We're going to have a press conference tomorrow, Jim and I, and we're going to connect the dots on everything that you mentioned in your opening uh, about all the wrongdoing with the Biden family, because this is an influence peddling scheme from this family. And then we're going to uh, make it very clear that this is now an investigation of President Biden. Is, now, it's interesting because there's a little bit of overlap here, and that then raises the question of whether or not the FBI knew the entire time and did they cover it up because they had this laptop for a long, long time now and never did anything with it. And that's something that Jim, yeah, did, as chairman of the Judiciary Committee, is going to look into. No. Yeah. Did the FBI? Wait, Last word, what prompted Jordan. the FBI to go tell? Yeah. What prompted the FBI to go tell Facebook? Oh, be on the lookout for Russian disinformation. Wink, wink, and not and suppress it, which then led to Facebook suppressing a story the country, the people, should have had when they make the decision about who's going to be their commander in chief. It's going to be a very different America in just a, a couple of short months. Amazing how uh, one election can change things dramatically. Thank you both. Amen to that. Dr. Scott Bradley, you paid attention to the whole press conference. You know what? Sadly, I'm jaded, doctor. I think this is a great bunch of talk. I think the guilt, the criminal activity, the ties to the Communist Party are there. Uh, I think this is criminal by the Bidens, no question. 
Uh, but they, uh, the FBI covered it up literally for years, got caught doing so, did nothing with the laptop. Now the Republicans have such a slim majority. I appreciate the, quote, tough-talking Republican congressman. But you know what? My experience is it'll be very hard for anything really to happen. I don't know that anything's going to really happen with this criminal activity that's been exposed. They talk tough, but at the end of the day, will they really get anything done, Dr. Bradley? Well, I don't know which crystal ball we ought to use. I think historically we can be quite confident that talk is cheap. And uh, seeing things come out of this, uh, it would be a, a pleasant surprise, honestly. I, I listened to the entire press conference that they held, Comer and, and Jordan. They're both bright boys. Um, Comer kind of talks like he's eating pecan pie. You know how they do out of Kentucky while he's talking. Good old boy uh, voice, but he's bright. He's smart. And uh, Jordan also, he comes across uh, uh, as a prosecuting attorney, which I think he did before he got in the re- the uh, Congress. But at any rate, <coughs> they have a lot of really hard questions that need to be answered. Now, I believe the answers are there. But, uh, but you know, they did a couple of two or three things. They started off the conference talking about that you're going to get something you haven't gotten from a House committee for a long time, and that is evidence. You know, so that... I would love to see the evidence. I'd like to see him peel the onion. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I think we, we uh, hope for the best, but holy cow, uh, historically we haven't seen a lot of anything come out. They were Some of the um, uh, journalists that were there tried to pin them down about what do we expect when we get this full exposure. And uh, they, were, they pointed out basically they're going to bring a report. They are not a uh, prosecuting organization, they're an investigative organization that's going to bring the evidence forth. And, th- and th- I think there's some wisdom in their approach. It, I mean, it sounds like they didn't overtly say this, but but they want to try it before uh, the uh, audience of America. And, uh, and so I, if they do that, and I've always felt that's what should have happened, that Trump should have done, by the way, if he was right on something, he should have taken it to the American people. He had a bully pulpit that he could talk from. He should have stood before the American people. I mean, as many things as Ronald Reagan did wrong, he was a great communicator. And he oftentimes took the matters to the American people. And uh, he was intelligent and articulate. Well, he could, you know, he was an actor. He knew how to present a line. and uh, And so... I think what happened was the American people were eaten out of his hand much of the time. And uh, and I think that that's how I think I would approach, the, approach this if I was Comer and Jordan, is that I wouldn't do this behind closed doors. I would do this and bring things before the American people to the point that there was a, an agitation that something had to be done. Because you know who's going to have to prosecute this? It's going to be the Biden uh, Attorney General, the Justice Department, with I use justice guardedly because there isn't much there. But I, I'm very concerned that it'll go into a deep abyss and there won't be any uh, any light shown on it. I think that there's I think there's enough evidence there. Uh, well, when we get back, let's I, talk about it. When we get back, I think there's enough evidence there. But what I find is nine times out of ten, whenever they take this and we think, oh, good, they're going to get to the bottom of it now, it turns out to be nothing but a... Well, we'll talk about it. Liberty Roundtable Live. 
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. So we're talking about this Jim Jordan and others in the Republican Party on the, uh, whatever you call this committee here. Let's see. <laughs> the House Oversight Committee, whatever that is. And they're making bold claims that, you know what, they, they have evidence that they're going to, you know what, take Biden down over this. And my response to this is if they have that much evidence, why just say, oh, we're going to get into this, we're going to investigate, we're going to, why not just show your evidence to the right people and arrest the thug? Okay, they haven't even arrested Hunter yet. Okay, they have literally said two months ago, hey, we got enough evidence to arrest Hunter now, but they haven't even done a single thing. They haven't lifted a finger. So it makes me believe it's a lot of political football. It's a lot of rhetoric for TV. Reality TV is pretty fun, folks. But I don't know that I see real pay dirt in action here. Number one, the Senate's controlled by the Democrats. Um, they literally, believe it or not, even the Republicans put whacked out Mitch McConnell of Kentucky. <laughs> He'll remain the minority leader in the Senate. Why on earth would you keep Mitch McConnell in a position like that? And the problem with the Republican Party over the last several decades, every time they get power, you've got a bunch of deep state Republicans that literally shut everything good everything necessary down. Uh, and, and so in, in my opinion, I mean, I appreciate the rhetoric of these two gentlemen, but I just don't have confidence, doctor. And I'm sorry I'm so jaded, but I cannot help it. I mean, I hear over and over it. All they got Bill Clinton on was, hey, he was doing the wild thing with women and we're, we're going to impeach him over it. But nothing ever happened to him at all. Okay, so, you know, the Me Too movement failed on Bill. Uh, and I think that the, quote, committee I don't know that they have the mojo when they've got a bunch of what? Share, or a bunch of um, 
Democrats on that committee, too, or what? On the House Oversight Committee? So I just don't see, I don't have confidence, doctor. Well, here's how the these committees work. Um, because the Republicans now hold the slimmest of margins in the majority in the House, they elect the uh, Speaker of the House, okay? They also will chair the committees. But the committee's makeup will be uh, basically the same percentage that the House is in terms of uh, Republicans and Democrats. So you're going to see about a 50-50 split in every one of the committees. Jim Jordan, I think, is over the House Judiciary Committee and the other guys over the Oversight Committee. Uh, so, so there's two committees that are involved, two committee chairs likely, uh, that we heard from in the committee, I mean, excuse me, the press conference. Uh, they will do an investigation. And, and what, uh, if it's done correctly, what will happen is they will gather evidence and, and ultimately present that evidence as uh, worthy or unworthy of being prosecuted. They will not prosecute. They don't take it to the Senate. They will not. And so the Senate disaster we can talk about in a little while if you want. But they can. They will. Uh, they will gather evidence, and, and they made m the point multiple times during the press conference that this is an investigation that is focused on whether or not Joe Biden has abused his power, his office. If there's been a uh, uh, things that were untoward for someone that held that position in the U.S. government, I'm with you. Uh, normally, the Republicans absolutely refuse to govern when they're given an opportunity. Let me give you an example. We had uh, yesterday, I believe it was, day before yesterday, we had 12 Republicans that wandered across the aisle. They didn't maintain any solidarity with the Republican mojo, if you talk it that way. And and they put together not only a, there was a, a group of them first that put together a quote-unquote compromise for the Respect for Marriage uh, Act that uh, made it through the House in July to canonize same-sex marriage by federal law across the United States. It's It's been in uh, limbo. And now the Republicans have got a, about the same scenario they had uh, before the election in terms of because they really couldn't make move the, the uh, needle at all. But what they did is you've got these lame duck Republicans that want to get their fingerprints on something that uh, feathers their nest with the powers that be for the future. So we've got a lame duck uh, Senate and Congress, actually, between the election time and when they go into office at the first part of January. So these 12 Republicans crossed over, voted to bring cloture to the Respect for Marriage bill, which um, is supported by left-of-center religions, generally. The Catholics and the Baptists uh, are against it. Uh, the Mormons and a bunch of other left-for-center uh, organizations have come out in favor of it because this compromise thing actually protects the institution, but it does not protect the individual God-given rights. Anyway, that's another discussion. But the point of the matter is to show that what happened is we had these Republicans cross over and make certain that in the lame duck session, they got this through. It will pass the Senate today, I'm confident. It will pass the modifications on it tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, Monday probably, in the House. 
It will be on Joe Biden's desk before the afternoon, I'm predicting, and he will probably, if he can know how to find his pen and still write his name, will probably sign it Monday or Tuesday. So here we will have canonized the federal marriage uh, for same-sex, protecting institutions, uh, you know, organized religion, against prosecution under it, but leave everybody else thrown under the bus, the guy that won't bake a cake in Colorado. What it does is it opens the door and says, well, you know, um, you can go to the uh, attorney general and you can go to federal court over anything, anything that you think you've been unjustly treated on this thing. So it's going to be a, a prosecutor's... And, and hold on. Uh, and when you jump to that level when there's problems, you've literally created judge, jury, and executioner uh, because you've literally violated all the checks and balances along the way, doctor. Absolutely. It's been a horrific thing. It's unconstitutional to begin with. There is no authority for the general government to have any inter inter intervention in marriage at all. Zero. Here's what precipitated it. Back in June, when the... Supreme Court, with a 6-3 ruling, said, hey, Supreme Court screwed up when they did Roe v. Wade. That isn't even the Constitution. We can't do that. We're throwing it back to the states. Oh, my goodness. Everybody went into a, t a hissy fit over that whole thing because at the time that that came out, Clarence Carson said, you know, we ought to re revisit this 2015 ruling we did about same-sex marriage. <gasps> oh, my goodness. We can't lose this. So they immediately rallied the troops ramrodded through this respect for marriage. Pelosi didn't call a committee meeting. She didn't have any hearings. They did no debate on the floor. She had the votes, and they passed it. There was no nothing of what could be good legislation. Of course, we don't expect that too much anymore. Happened on that. It passed, I think, July 19th sticks in my mind, uh, of, of the summer. And they sent it over to the Senate. It's languished in the Senate. Now that we have a lame duck Senate, we got a dozen Republicans that crossed over to break cloture. So it's, they got to have 60 votes minimum to say we're going to we're going to vote on this thing. And the, with the 50-50 split, Kamala doesn't make the other 10 up, so she can only break ties as the president of the Senate. But now we got 12 Republicans, including Utah's Mitt Romney. I mean, I I, I bring these up because of our home state being Utah, so we're quite aware of these kinds of things crossed over, voted for well, culture. Well, and if you're not very careful, Mitt might end up on the 2024 presidential ticket, huh? If, if, oh, holy Hannah, please, I'm not Sam. sure who will go, him you're or You're ruining McMullen. my week. They'll probably, do a, they'll probably do a Romney McMullen ticket, won't they? Maybe. You're ruining my weekend already, and it ain't even done with <laughs> Friday. But, but, no, here's that's what happened, kids, when the Republicans have an opportunity to do something. Okay, first of all, it, they, they claim with this amendment that they precluded uh, polygamous relationships. They say it's between two individuals. Well, could it be a cat and a dog or whatever? I don't know. But at any rate, there's no age limit. So if a marriage is uh, solemnized, if you will, in uh, let's just take Massachusetts, where Mitt Romney started the first same-sex marriage wave when he was governor. If, if two get married in Massachusetts, it has to be recognized across all the nation, Okay. And anybody that doesn't is uh, liable to be taken before a federal court, which uh, and the attorney general of the United States will help with that. His deep pockets, because he can take it out of all our pockets, can be put against you. And so, uh, but the institutions, the religions, 
have protected their behinds. Uh, well, I think they have. It's a short-sighted it. protecting of their behinds. It Let is. Let me give you a quick example. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has an official statement that says the doctrine of the Church of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints related to marriage between a man and a woman is well known and will remain unchanged. We are grateful oh. for the continuing efforts of those who have worked to ensure the Respect for Marriage Act has appropriate religious protections while respecting the law and preserving the rights of gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender brothers and sisters. We believe this approach is the way forward as we work together to protect the principles of religious liberty. Hang tight. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Russia media reports a prisoner swap could be in the works between the United States and Russia. The report quotes a deputy foreign minister saying the potential swap would include the notorious arms trafficker Victor Boot, known as the Merchant of Death, in exchange for American prisoners, including basketball player Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan. The deputy foreign minister said he hopes the prospect, quote, not only remains, but is being strengthened, end quote. Japan officials are reporting North Korea's military test-fired an intercontinental ballistic missile on Friday morning that landed in Japanese waters. The missile that can carry nuclear warheads has a range that could hit the United States mainland. It was the North Korean military's second ICBM launch reported this month. We have an update on the student loan debt transfer by President Biden. Tim Berg from our Phoenix Bureau reports. The Biden administration is planning to ask the Supreme Court to review its student debt relief plan. On Thursday, the Justice Department announced its plan to ask the court to reverse an injunction which has prevented the debt relief program from moving forward. Six Republican state officials have filed a lawsuit claiming the program is unfair and unconstitutional, and a three-judge panel voted to pause the debt relief while the lawsuit unfolds. As we wonder how Jay Leno is doing after getting bad burns this week while working on a car, his friend and comedian Tim Allen just got done visiting with Jay Leno on Thursday. Face looks great. It, 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 it didn't look all that good to begin with, so this is, no, he's going with the George Clooney look. You're going to be surprised. He's handsome and he's happy and the hospital's doing a great job taking care of him. Cold Arctic air will blanket most of the country this weekend. Heavy lake effect snow will dominate the Great Lakes region. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Live and on your radio. So we're talking about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints literally backing uh, this bill. Uh, I think it's a serious, serious issue. I reject uh, this, quote, Safe Marriage Act. And I think what will happen if we codify rights for gay, lesbians, bisexual, transgender, queer, plus folks, if they have rights, eventually their rights will trump your religious affiliation. It will happen every time. And so, you know, this idea that we can move forward and preserve both, uh, I think, is a fool's errand. Now, that's just my opinion to which I'm entitled. I'm not here to speak out against the church. They have their mission. I have mine. I don't speak for the church in any way. However, I think it's a fool's errand. I think that the real end game is they'll never really leave space for you. They're doing it now because they advance their cause. But eventually, you've either got to go along with all their agenda or they will absolutely turn on you. Uh, and they'll be out for blood, uh, Doctor Bradley. That's what happens when you, you know, kind of make a deal with the devil. Pun, uh, pardon the phrase. I, I don't know a better way to put it. I, I don't see this going well long term, Doctor Bradley. I, it's it's no. not possible because the the uh, ideologies are on an absolute one eighty degree opposite, but a train wreck when they collide. Yeah, we're on the path for a train wreck, and I really personally believe that the train's off the tracks and maybe even off the cliff in complete freefall right now. It's a slice at a time. That's how it's done. Uh, uh, Gramsci, back in in his Italian prison days, wrote about how to implement slice-at-a-time communism, a little bit here, a little bit there, based upon legislative action. What is missing in this formula, which I don't know if the Catholics and the Baptists both have gone this far in the thought process, but they they don't believe that it is creating a safe space. And I think that they're being, in a way, uh, if you read Ezekiel chapter 33 and Ezekiel chapter 34 about the watchmen on the tower and the good shepherds that are supposed to watch out for challenges and feed the flock, and there, I believe that they're better at this than the LDS Church is right now on this particular doctrine. Um, I think what is needs to be clearly understood is that individual, individual emphasis, bold, underlined, God-given rights is what this nation was founded on. And um, the purpose of government is to secure those rights. And first of all, the government has no place in this. It was not delegated in the Constitution. Second of all, when this issue becomes canonized, if you will, it will open the courts, the federal courts up as a venue to take every single little stinking problem forward anybody ever thinks they experienced. You know, the couple that wanted a, a cake in, in Colorado and, and took it clear to the Supreme Court and that all that kind of stuff. Um, this stuff is going to clog our courts with idiocy that doesn't need to be. The third thing is, if you lose individual God-given rights, because this is what it will lead to, ultimately and finally the institution will be at risk because institutions are created in order that individuals can band together and worship as they choose. So if someone has a faith-based belief system, they create a church, and they go to that church. 
And so, but if individuals lose that individual God-given right, ultimately and finally the institution will be put at threat. And right now they're saying, oh, we're, we're, we're protecting our um, sacred ordinances and our ability to go to church and temple and all those kind of things. Eh, for a while, for a while. But what's happening is, as we've talked about this in the Man for All Seasons before, you cut down all the laws that protect, that are there as a windbreak, if you will, for the hurricane that comes across. When those laws are gone, the institution itself will be at risk. So they may think they're buying time or maybe even protecting themselves forever. In my opinion, it's kind of like the Munich Agreement that Hitler and Chamberlain negotiated uh, about uh, how Czechoslovakia should be bifurcated and uh, divided. It wasn't theirs to give away. It was not their Chamberlain's waving his paper when he gets off the plane. Say, I've got peace in our time. No, what you did is you assured that tyranny would prevail, and you know how happily ever after that landed. Well, and with we this issue, at first we say we'll advance religious liberty, We'll give the gay and lesbians what they want. They tried this with private property uh, in yes. Utah where they passed a yes. law in Salt Lake City that said, hey, rent or landlords, you have to rent to certain people. You can't decide who you want to rent to anymore. Violating private property rights on the altar of appeasing these people. Now we're going to go ahead and say, hey, they get their rights. But Disney literally hiring a drag star, Jaron Morell, he's known professionally is Shay Calais a literal, uh, what do you call this, drag star uh, for their Marvel series. Now, what happens in 20 years when Disney promotes Little Demon, normalizing Satanism and pedophilia, uh, and you got this drag queen thing going on, and you start to look at all these things and you say, what will be the next question for the church to discuss in 20 years? What I mean is this slippery slope will eventually... They will either have to say no and then get the ridicule and the, the again, anger, the wrath turned against them, or they'll have to go along again. And how many things will they give up, and what will the world look like once they're done? And I don't mean just the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm talking about all woke organizations. Okay, They are aiding and abetting this agenda along the way. What they're really trying to do is get out of harm's way, but they're aiding and abetting this agenda along the way. They might not realize in my opinion, but there you go. Now, Candace Cameron Bure literally left Hallmark because Hallmark started creating drive-by assassination uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender characters. You're watching a 90-minute movie, 60 minutes in, they're like, yeah, me and my husband, and it's a gay person. Me and my, and they literally assault you with this in what was before that just a wonderful family movie, and they put this drive-by assaults, but Cameron Bure, Candace Cameron Bure says to those who have tried to assassinate my character, I love you. She responds to backlash. She says she left Hallmark because they don't go along with their values anymore. See, they've already caved. The Boy Scouts already caved. Can't anybody see where this is headed? You will either cave or get run over unless we all stand at the start. Okay, actress Candace Cameron Bure explains she loves everyone, even people who attack her character. She reveals why she left the Hallmark Channel and revealed her preference for the great American family network and their values and discussed the move. The network says they will keep traditional marriage between a man and a woman, male and female, one man, one woman. They'll keep that at the center 
of their movies. But I bring all this up and I just go, wow, can't we see, though, that every organization that starts to capitulate, eventually what happens is everybody just leaves the organization, like the Boy Scouts. Do we see well, a know, different there's... trajectory for these huge companies and churches? I don't. No. Uh, there's an old saying, you know, first endure, then pity, then embrace. And this is the exact path we're on. And and the path is wrong to begin with. And we've talked a couple, two or three times, I know, on your program, Sam, in regards to the uh, the foundational concepts the American founding fathers uh, understood clearly as they brought forth this nation. We've talked about um, Blackstone's commentaries on the law and the basis of law and, and how it comes, it all funnels, originates from God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that any law that's created has to have as its basis the origins of that law. And if, in fact, it doesn't, it is no law. It's not something that ought to be in, and it applies all across the world, in every nation, and that was the basis under which the United States was started. There is no authority in any way, shape, or form for what's going on at the national level right now and like I said, I inferred earlier that Mitt Romney is, should be considered the godfather of, of same-sex marriage because when he was governor of Massachusetts, uh, uh, this matter came up. It was taken to the Supreme Court of the Massachusetts. Supreme Court of Massachusetts said, it's not our place to rule on this thing. We're remanding this back to the legislature to address it. Well, Mitt Romney didn't wait for that oh, kind of messy process of creating law using legislatures and stuff like that. By executive order, he declared same-sex marriage totally authorized in the state of Massachusetts and ordered all clerks and everybody that issued licenses to go that route. And so he is the, in fact, by the way, I <laughs> back in the uh, years that Romney was running against Ted Kennedy for the Senate in the middle 90s, um, he told the Gay uh, Alliance that he could mainstream their agenda better than any other candidate. And he has done exactly that. Every step of the way, I mean, when he became governor, he did it as a governor. And now he's in the Senate, and he's helping facilitate that through the cloture issue, and more than likely because of, of his church's uh, embracing of this, he will be front and center voting in favor of it because, quote unquote, they've protected the institutions and we can go forward for the future this way. It will come back and bite everybody because the avalanche has started. Well, and because when you choose compromise with evil at some point, you know what? You lose the game. I don't, I don't see this going well at all. They're going to pass it. It's going to happen. Why? Because the real people that can stand up and stop it have already caved, including the Republicans. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? 
please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So looking ahead to 2024, Mike Pence is now saying, hey, we will have better uh, choices than Trump. Uh, Trump making his announcement, as everybody uh, knows by now. Uh, what do you think of that, Dr. Bradley? That's kind of an interesting twist as well. Well, who's twisted, Pence or Trump? I mean, no, I don't, I, I don't want both. to look at that, Pat. Please, okay? I would say both. But, <laughs> uh, Trump but, but what I mean by twisted, though, is, hey, uh, very strange. Normally, you'd give the Republican the nod if they were the incumbent. But in this case, since Trump had four years, four years uh, not, now, I know many claim it was election fraud, and I agree with a lot of that. But, uh, you know, so with that break in the middle, he's not really an incumbent, but at the same time. So that's a strange twist. The fact that Trump announced so early is a little bit strange. Uh, Pence saying, hey, in 2024, quote, we will have better choices than Trump. Uh, you know, the question becomes, what does he know? Who's running? Is that really his own uh, in a backhanded way? Informal announcement. Uh, you know, where do we go from here? Who would you vote for? Um, who do you think will be on the national stage, et cetera? You know, it's interesting. Trump has uh, announced. Uh, Trump lost a huge shine, luster, whatever you want to call it, in the 20. Yeah, he tries to pretend he didn't, but he did big time, and there's no he denying lost it. almost everything on the national scale, even on the state levels with governor races and everything else like that. Uh, I mean, his endorsements didn't ring true across the board as everybody thought they would. That's because he endorsed a bunch of a bunch of uh, deep state Republicans in most cases. And as a result of that, hey, the deep state Democrat beat the deep state Republican as the good old boy network just trades places over and over and over. It's probably they undermined Trump even uh, really into the endorsements. Well, and so so he lost some luster. Okay, he's very, very, extremely, very, very likely bold letters, I guess I could say to be indicted in the relative near term. They probably will indict him over um, the the charge that he kept classified material and then impeded, um, you know, justice. I mean, I think those are the two most likely things. 
the indictment will probably have a special prosecutor applied. You know how they've, they, they really fouled up four years of his term with charges, 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 charges. They, they were a nothing burger. They came out to nothing. But they found how effective it is at distracting from what's trying to be done. I suspect they'll have a special prosecutor that uh, the Biden uh, attorney general will, I hate to even mention his name because he's such a yo-yo. But at any rate, uh, the, uh, they'll probably have a special prosecutor. The, the FBI that is already doing these investigations will transfer over to that special prosecution, the agents that are there out of the D.C. office, which is tainted to the core from the top down. This will be prolonged through the, uh, the two-year election cycle. Uh, Trump will probably waive his uh, speedy trial rights. It could go into the end of that place. I mean, I'm just playing out a scenario where this could be in the middle of things for a long time. Nothing in the Constitution would prevent him from running and winning and serving while under indictment. And, and if they did end up indicting and charging and, and uh, uh, he be, was found guilty, uh, it's very little chance he'd do time while he was uh, while On he was the president. likelihood of, of the indictment reduced substantially when you're a candidate and or uh, elected, right? Correct. And so there's a whole bunch of moving parts in this thing. Um, but, you know, he, he started uh, firing val uh, salvos at uh, DeSantis. Which was very ungentlemanly of him. I mean, DeSantis won with a 20-point lead or something like that in Florida. Uh, I mean, he just annihilated his competition. What used to be a, a you know a pretty solidly Democratic state. No and, question. Uh, and and then he so, took credit for it while at the same time trashing DeSantis. What a shame. What a disgrace. Well, Reagan, I've already invoked his name once in this thing. I might as well mess up again and do it again. He said the 11th commandment is Republicans never spoke against Republicans. And here we have Pence and we have Trump doing that. I believe that the Republicans are going to have a very, um, underlined bold letters, all caps, very hard time winning in 2024. First of all, we have all this wrangling going on right now. We have this dissension, this acrimony, this anger, this buffoonery, this uh, baboonery, whatever you want to call it, blustering. Going on, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, the, the cadaver's not even uh, cooled to room temperature yet, and they're eviscerating each other. And um, usually what happens in a midterm election is that the president's uh, kind of on trial, if you will, for the way his policies are running. And literally, Biden got a pass. I mean, if in midterm the opposing party can't make some inroads, which they did very little in the House, Republicans did very little in the House, the chances of it in a full-blown presidential election year of them pulling it together and delivering are slim and none. I mean, people were predicting a big red wave. You know, it wasn't even a ripple. And what happened was basically they got their heads handed to them on a platter with this thing. And they're trying to make lemonade out of lemons, if you will, all these little terminologies we use. But really, if they couldn't pull it off, many were saying it was going to be 50-seat, uh, you know, changeover in the House. And they won nine. 
but but that was hard fought. And now, oh, and you wonder if election fraud, you know, that was the blue tainted by, or was the red wave tainted by a blue fraud? Yeah, probably, know, probably, probably yeah. so. Well, well, won't it be in twenty twenty four? But at the end I of mean, the day, nothing is changing because most of the Republicans, even the ones who claim there's election fraud, aren't really doing anything about it. And what do you really hear? They're going to go after Biden. That laptop's been around since seventeen. The FBI has sat on it for five years. And they covered and it nothing. up, by the way, they 15 covered days it up before, in, the, before election. the elections. Uh, they, they, okay, so do you think really that these two congressmen can get to the bottom of it and create pay dirt on this enough? Or will then, if they don't deliver, will it just be used against them in 2024 as well? Well, it's it, politics is a really, really greasy, dirty business. And, uh, and we're seeing the worst of all of that in everything that's developing today. And I, I truly believe that the election fraud that occurred this year, just like it did you know, in 2020, uh, I think that we've done nothing to correct that. The first step, without, it should be without argument across the board, we need to make sure that our elections are fair and honest. And if, in fact, we can do that, it should be bipartisan. We go back to the paper ballots, voting in our own voting precincts. We protect that with a chain of... Yeah, know, we, uh, we're, we're even writing a document at the CSPOA now that's going to be a 12-step program to help us solve election it's, problems. It's kind of like the 12-step program of, of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? Yes, I mean, somehow sir. we got to break this we're habit. We're under the confusion of dishonest elections, and we're going to have to fix it, doctor. <laughs> All right, well, I want to switch exactly gears. where we are. I want to okay. switch gears. You know astronomers really think that the night sky is sexy. Okay. To a person, they think it's sexy, and uh, they relate it to all kinds of uh, weird sexual connotations. So much so that an astronomer's meteor video was way too sexy for Twitter and violated Twitter's relation to sexy content. So Mary McIntyre's uh, account was just locked for three months. After automated tools flagged the clip of the night sky of this meteor as too sexy. Uh, and she's been fighting to get off the ban. And so they said, if you, you know, take your content down uh, and admit that, you know, you broke the rules, then, um, you know, you can have your account back. And she said, I won't do that because I didn't break the rules. I'm not going to say that I broke the rules when I didn't. So that's the reason I won't take my content down either. When they shut me down on Twitter because they want me to, when I take it down, I'm admitting that I broke the rules. I'm not going to admit that. Reporting news from other organizations that have vetted the news to be truthful uh, is not breaking the rules, even though Twitter doesn't like what I posted. Anyway, I digress, except for this lady literally got her account shut down because her comment streaking across the sky, the sky is just too darn sexy. And it took over three months because the automated bot shut it down. The humans couldn't get it squared away. And... This is the kind of uh, lockdowns we're experiencing. And all they say is, golly, those bots don't do very well. Even humans can't fix it sometimes. Uh, and so her, her you know, comment video, six seconds long, way too sexy, doctor. Well, maybe I'm guilty as charged, too, for many, many, many years. The first thing I do when I get my new calendar, you know, for the new year, you know, are you going to do your day planning kind of stuff, you know? I put down when the meteor showers are on during the my, my, my time, you know, in my uh, location 
the time of the year, the hours that are best viewing. For many years, I've I've taken that as a kind of a, I, you know, I get up in the middle of the night to watch. I mean, maybe I'm a pervert. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, this is beyond humor <laughs> just, anymore. I know you're laughing. And, and, and I'm laughing only because the, the psychotic way this gets caught in the dragnet is just is just strange. You know, it's like the guy that wrote the song back in the day. I'm too sexy for my shirt, for my shirt, or what? Okay, it's like that. I mean, it's just, you know, and they literally, when I get maybe it being blocked because of the algorithms, if you use words that relate to kind of sexy or whatever, but nine or three months to get shut down and they just can't get it straightened out, this is the problem that I'm pointing to. You, you know, hey, if you were really to promote perverted stuff, but you were the right people, it'd be okay, Sheriff. It'll be okay, um, doctor. It'll be okay. Anybody, right? Well, and that's what I'm really the... putting putting on is this discussion about the blocking more than the sexy details. Uh, oh, just yeah, the psychotic way, and these people are blocked just like I am, doctor, regardless of the facts are on my side and their side. But where do you sue, right? Well, here's the, here's the problem. Um, the Internet is awash with... Uh, perversity, tawdry things, however you want to put it. And it's one of those things when the youngest of children can access them without a bit of a problem. And so here they are vetting our political analysis, you know, trying to discover uh, a good path to return this nation. Again, my my YouTube channel was not just blocked; it was dynamited. I mean, it was yeah, completely way too sexy. expunged. Fifteen hundred uh, videos, painstaking. Yeah, all about the Constitution. Uh, this this issues about another governance. love of our lives, right, Doctor? Yeah, absolutely. See? And honestly, the only reason it's perverse is because it's the exact opposite of what's being promoted by the uh, empty suits that sit in our our uh, leadership positions and their perverse supporters in the big tech. I mean, that's where it is right now. It, this First Amendment thing doesn't mean anything anymore to anybody, it doesn't seem. So we're, we're in a real challenging time. Uh, we, the people, have got to understand where we came from so we can get back to it. Roger that. Thank you so much, Dr. Bradley. We appreciate all that you do, sir. Well, I'm glad to be on, for, grateful for the opportunity. We hope our voice can make a difference. FreedomsRisingSun.com is the Good Doctor's website. Weekly webinars, Q&As on the Constitution, and a whole lot more. His incredible To Preserve the Nation series available there as well. That is FreedomsRisingSun.com. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. 
Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 18th in the year of our Lord 2022. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country, and to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Using the supreme law of the land, the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America, that is our guide. And absolutely, we're rejecting revolution, standing for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and best of all, using the checks and balances that our founding fathers bled, fought, and died for to restore the republic, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of the great last Solutions we have at our fingertips is understanding and applying the checks and balances that made America great. It can do it again. We've got two incredible guests today. First one's Lee Dundas, who's been on with us many times before. She's a human rights attorney. Her nonprofit website, freedomfighternation.org. I dig that. Freedomfighternation.org, man. I like that. We got to be involved in that for sure. Um, the second one is Jason Cisneros. Uh, and he, Cisneros, he is a serial entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. He's uh, somebody who uh, has been involved. We'll get into that in a minute. But welcome, uh, both of you. Pleasure to be here, Sam. Thanks for right. having us, Sam. Really appreciate it. All right. It. You guys ever heard that song? I'm too sexy for my shirt. For my <laughs> shirt. You ever heard that, Lee? Oh, heck yeah. I sure have. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man. It is getting sexy over at Twitter. I know everybody's really? getting laid off, and it's like a disaster and all that kind of stuff. Somebody bailed the truth social. I get all that. But I'm telling you right now, this poor lady by the name of Mary McIntyre, she is an astronomer. And I don't know if you know, but astronomers, you know, kind of like I, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Astronomers think that everything in the sky is just sexy. I mean, it's all at night, right? And it, it's just right. sexy. And so this one lady, man, put up this comet, this meteor streaking or whatever. It's like a six-second video. She put it up there on the Twitter, and they shut her down because she violated Twitter's rules. It's just way too sexy. And as a result, she got shut down for three months. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So you think too sexy for my shirt's taking it too far. This takes the cake. And and I don't know where Elon is. I'm just telling you right now, this poor lady got shut down. And the problem is they said right after it happened, you can – Restore your account, but you got to take down the offending content. Admit you broke the rules, man. Just too sexy. And she said, no, I won't do it. You guys are off your rock crazy. And you know what? It, it, I'm not doing that because I, if I do that, I admit that I broke Twitter rules, you see. And I didn't, so I'm not going to admit that or a cop to that. Taking it down, in essence, is admitting that. Uh, exactly. According to kind of the Twitter rule, the Twitter blogosphere, whatever you want to say. Well, I got shut down on Twitter because I reported that vaccinations were killing more elderly people in Israel than even... Uh, the COVID itself, and that came out of LifeSite News and a big Israeli newspaper, and I tweeted the um, headline for that, and they shut me down. And they said, Sam, you can admit guilt, too, and turn your Twitter back on. I said, no, I won't do it. My tweet's too sexy for your platform. And so I, I said, I just won't do it. Uh, anyway, all I'm telling you is this is what's going on in the era of shutdowns. Now, if you're really a pervert, you can continue on Twitter. But if of you're course. an astronomer, uh-uh, no, Lee. Yeah, you know, truth truth is sexy and dangerous, and our founding fathers knew that, and that's why they protected it. And we're, we, you know, with the craziness going on with big tech censorship and all sorts of other censorship, we're really sort of on the precipice of losing it if we don't if we don't get out in front of the censorship thing. 
people don't understand. This is how Nazi Germany started. And his his uh, his war minister at the end of the war said Hitler won the battles he did not because of the war machine that I created him, but because of the PR and censorship machine through radio and loudspeaker. 80 million people were deprived of independent thought. That was the actual quote from uh, from Adolf Hitler's wartime minister. And uh, and it's the beginning of the end when you when you censor. So we need to turn this ship around. You know, Jason and I are so grateful to uh, to folks like you who are you know too sexy for our shirts and get the truth out there despite the obstacles. Jason, are you headed out tonight, man, to check out those sexy meteors, my friend? I you know I don't know if I can handle it. You know, it's, it's a little bit it's it's a little it's a little too risque for me. You know, I mean, but it's very simple to to look at. It what, makes what's you blush, happening. doesn't it, Jason? It, it makes it just... me blushing just thinking about it. Matter of fact, but, you know, and, <laughs> but but it really makes sense when you understand the 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 communist rule, right? Which is to reduce the the rules to the to the uh, opinion of one, and that is that centralized dictator. So if you, if, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, there's no rule of thought or there's no freedom of thought. There's no, none of that. That's communism. It reduces down to that centralized um, uh, leader and or dictator. And, and it's up to him and or her to, to make the rules. So if stars are too sexy for that dictator, then guess what? They're too sexy, but you can have, uh, you know, the stuff that, uh, that Lee and I fight, you know, physically fight, which is, um, you know, the, the, the uh, transport and sale of children for sex, you, you, that, that can go ahead and stay on there, right? You can leave pornography up. You can leave whatever because that one centralized dictator has decided that that's okay. So this is all part and parcel of the communist, of the communist thought process. All right. Now let me, let me uh, you know, take off the uh, fun and games a little bit. I highlight that so people really understand what we're talking about. This is serious. This lady got shut down for literally 90 days because she put up a six-second comment video. Okay, well, now listen carefully to me, ladies and gentlemen. While that's happening, and we laugh about that a little bit because you just, I mean, you almost want to cry with the loss of liberty over it. But while that's going on, Senator Rand Paul sharply questioned FBI Director Christopher Wray over reported collusion with Facebook that left the senator alarmed, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the kind of dialogue back and forth really quick. Uh, Rand Paul, you may think it's just jolly, jolly well, to get all this stuff without a warrant that people, quote, volunteer to you, but many of us are alarmed that you're getting this information, that our private communications between people, why? Because it's against the law, Paul told Ray during a hearing. It's the Senate Homeland Security Committee. Um, it's against the law not only for Facebook to, or the social media companies to give this information to you, but it's also illegal, Ray, for you to receive it. Facebook uh, allegedly eavesdropped on private communications of people who questioned the results of the 2020 presidential elections and then passed that information to the FBI, according to whistleblowers who talked to the New York Post. Jason, I want to start with you. We have just taken your Too Sexy for My Shirt uh, to something very, very wrong in the country. 
the FBI has literally gone criminal. Uh, and literally, we're talking about collusion by Christopher Ray in bed with big tech and Rand Paul literally deposing this guy on the stand about this issue while this poor lady has her sexy account shut down. Well, it's worse than that even, Sam. I was just reading today, this morning, when I was eating breakfast, I was reading about um, Facebook now, and it just came out, I think, in an article either late last night or this morning, that that they were selling, that people inside of Facebook were selling access to people's accounts to be able to get in and read their private conversations and so on and so forth. And it just keeps coming down to nobody's being held accountable. Right? It, 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 you, they're just being able to get away from this because we, the American people, and this is a, a sad, hard truth. We can complain all we want to, but we have abdicated our responsibility, our civic responsibility to people that we thought we could trust or maybe we just got lazy or, or we live in an environment where it's just about getting ours uh, while it still exists. But, but it's really our fault. We're allowing these people to stay in there. You see what's going on down in Brazil? And you look over to Arizona, there's nobody on the streets in Arizona, which, which is, you know, exactly the, the, the challenge that we have, Sam, is that we have to, it's an engaged responsibility from us. We, the people, far outweighs these, you know, this, this small amount of, of people that are in positions of power, and we need to begin the process of taking that back. Lee, this is yeah. where we've, we've got you know, it, it is, and I don't know that the average listener truly understands the power of, of big tech and how long they've had this power. I was told when we were looking to use Facebook marketing for my husband's healthcare business, and this is a half decade ago now, uh, probably longer, 2015, 2014, that if you so much as hesitated uh, in an aisle, like in a CVS or in an Albertsons or your grocery store, or went down a certain part of an aisle, that the big tech platforms that were active on your phone were geofencing you. That means they were putting a little, uh, you know, they, they could literally cite you within a few feet of where you were standing in a grocery store to know that you were looking at pain meds so that Facebook could turn around and five, 10 minutes later target you when you were back on their platform by serving you Tylenol ads or, you know, knee braces or whatever it was you were looking at. And I don't know that I really believed Sam. I mean, we said, wow, well, that's, that's both scary and cool, but you know, if we're going to do Facebook marketing and we're looking for people who are in pain, you know, go ahead, go ahead and serve our ads to whoever Facebook has identified in our region has pain. About two years later, I'm doing a seminar. I was actually in Utah. I think I was in, in close to your state there. And uh, it was a healthcare seminar for my husband. And I, I happened to mention, I had my phone in the airplane mode and it was across the seminar room at a Marriott for me. Oh, hey, do me a break? favor, Cameron. Skip the breaks. Keep going, Lee. Uh, re really quickly, I'll just wrap this story up. But but I was sitting there talking, and I happened to mention to the to the folks in our audience, I said, you just don't understand how dangerous these these hospitals are when you go in there to get a knee replacement or a hip replacement. All sorts of things go wrong, including, and I just happened to mention, Sam, flesh-eating staff. My phone was in airplane mode, and it was 100 feet away from me. I walked into the hotel bathroom between seminar one and seminar two, flipped it back to, you know, out of airplane mode, set it on the sink to wash my hands, picked my phone up, and I had an ad on Facebook for, for, for medicine for flesh-eating staff. 
And I thought, what the heck? Like, this is disgusting. There was a big picture. They're just and trying like, to protect you, Lee. What have oh, you got my sick? God. And I, I was wondering how, how they knew. And then I'm like, why am I getting this ad? And then I remembered. I had happened to mention it the hour before. They are listening to you, my friends. Big Brother is here. They are up in your grill, up in your phone, up in your Siri, up in your smart electronics. And we need to start fighting back. We really do. All right. Uh, I, I don't even know how to respond to this. So Rand Paul literally um, took on Christopher Ray. It's against the law, Senator Paul told Ray during a hearing. It's against the law for Facebook to give this information to you, and it's against the law for you to receive it. Well, if that's not enough, Senator Hawley from Missouri jumped in. Josh Hawley of Missouri um, had the chance to uh, discuss publicly with Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas, I think is how you say his name, on Thursday over allegations that the Biden administration directed social media companies to censor certain viewpoints. Now listen, he says a federal judge has found a finding of fact, Mr. Secretary, that your office, and he says, and now I'm going to quote, so he says that your office is this, now he's quoting the judge, right? is supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship, Holly said during a hearing held by the, quote, Senate Homeland Security Committee. It's a federal judge in a federal lawsuit. Wow. You are supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship. That's what a federal judge ruled on October 21st that multiple current and former Biden administration officials, including President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor, Anthony Fauci, uh, not to mention former White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, they could now be deposed, says the judge, uh, because they coordinated with social media companies to suppress debate about multiple issues including COVID-19 and the conduct of the 2020 presidential election. Holly then yeah. cited an August 20th, 2021 email where Facebook told the Department of Health and Human Services they were increasing the strength of our um, and they call it demotions for content uh, relating to vaccines, COVID-19, etc. Holly said that a federal judge has just found that your office is supervising this nerve center. He keeps repeating this. Um, but uh, this is what we're talking about. They now have evidence from a judge that literally says this. We're beyond the, you know, hey. Uh, is there Operation Mockingbird? Oh, that was a conspiracy from like 50 years ago, man. You're off your rock crazy. No, Okay, now we have a court literally doubling down and said the government has a nerve center for censorship. Yeah. Uh, Lee first, then Jason. Yeah, this is horrifying. And for your listeners, you mentioned Operation Mockingbird that aren't uh, probably familiar with it because it was a, a darn long time ago. That was when the CIA put their own uh, operatives into broadcast journalists, both print, radio, TV outlets across the country 
for the purpose of controlling the narrative. And this was back like decades ago, 50s and 60s. President Bush the first, when he was in charge of the CIA before he was president, went on record during uh, some congressional hearings in the late 70s and said, we no longer pay to do that. He didn't say we disbanded Operation Mockingbird. And all you need to do is look around and see the controlled narrative that we've had that's lockstep among all these media giants to know that they're working hand in hand. But this is a whole new level of, of hell, frankly, because you've got an unholy marriage now between big pharma, big tech, and our government. And if that ain't communism meets fascism, fascism meets totalitarianism, that is a, a road straight to, to no good place. I, I gotta tell you, I don't know what it is. This is a problem and God bless Rand Paul and Senator Hawley and that federal judge who, uh, who had the guts to go out and start calling it out so that it's not just a whisper campaign amongst all the people who've been deplatformed who know darn well they're censoring us because every time we do a post about the truth, it comes right back down and we get put in Facebook jail. Uh, Jason Cisneros. What do you say to this? Because this is, it's one thing for me to make the allegations. It's another thing to have kind of information. But when you have judges literally doubling down to that point, listen to me carefully to, to what I'm saying here. You have a judge literally doubling down to that point. You've got a nerve center of censorship directed by the federal government. You're talking to FBI and Homeland Security, which, by the way, the Republicans created Homeland Security, by the way. Um, but I, I digress, except to say this. You've got that in a court. And now you've got two senators literally quizzing down these criminals. Um, but nobody's arrested, Jason. They're not even considering arresting anybody. They're just like, yeah, so what? I, mean, I know it's kind of crazy, but, you know, hey, we didn't do any of those things. And they're just literally saying no. The judge already said it's been proven. It's already in court. It's not my opinion. It's court docket papers. It's senators telling the tale of the court docket facts in front of open committee hearings, etc., where these people are kind of being deposed. But nobody's going to jail, Jason. Nope. Nobody's going to jail. Look, it, there. It, we always say that history repeats itself. And there is a, a fantastic three large book uh, series by Alexander Solzhenitsyn called The Gulag Archipelago. It is a forensic, it's the best forensic breakdown of everything that's happening right now when, when you know, dictators come in and they start this process. And if, if everybody read that, which I know that's, it's beyond the 15-second um, uh, attention span of, of most people these days, but if you read that, you see exactly where they are in the process. And, and, you, and you look at the, the things that are happening and it's because our civic duty, we must stand up as a people. Again, I'm going to keep referring back to we the people. We have to do everything that we possibly can from the position where we're at, gather those groups that are like-hearted, like, not like-minded, because none of us all think the same, um, except for you know, the lefty liberals. But most, most of us have different opinions about things. And, and so it's our duty. We must stand up in, in tandem and say, you know what? This, whatever this is that is metastasized as our federal government, as our institutions, must be reversed. It has to be replaced. We've got to get people in those places. You know, whoever becomes president next time, you still, you're still dealing with an embedded metastasization of a, of a cancer in D.C., right? It's not the president. It's, the, it's that permanent state, that permanent deep state that they have in there. And so you look at, at, at Venezuela – 
as one of our most recent examples. They were the third largest uh, um, economy in the world. And what happened was they brought in a dictator. They brought in all the stuff that's happening here. They took over the vote, all of the stuff that we see here. It's just a repeat of that. And they brought people in. And then what happens in normal communism is they take out the leader of the oil. They take out the leader of the, the, the media companies. And they replace them with their inept cousin or best friend or whatever that, that happens to be. And it, then it all crashes. What's happening here is they, instead of replacing the Zuckerbergs, the Bezoses of these companies, they let them stay in place as long as they do their bidding. And so we have a, a, a little bit where everybody's like, well, you just haven't done communism right. Well, they're doing it again here by leaving these people in power as long as so they'll they'll crush their competition by calling most of us, um, you know, what did they call us during the the, the uh, you know during the shutdown, right? We're non-essential. They have no right to call anybody non-essential. That's not their job. But they did, and they gave all that power to their people that were doing their bidding, and and uh, you know censoring people, all that kind of stuff. So again, it just comes back to us. We have to stand up in tandem, and and people listening to your show are just that group of humans. All right, there you there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. One last story before we switch gears and focus on something really cool and really important coming after the after the break. You know how they tell us we've been talking about election fraud with no evidence? Well, there's more evidence every day, as you wisely know. But Democratic Pennsylvania governor elect Josh Shapiro. Now I'm not saying I like this guy or he's a good guy or anything, but he now charged a former campaign consultant on Wednesday with wide scale voter fraud ladies and gentlemen that's according to authorities uh they say philadelphia political consultant rasheen cruz was arrested on wednesday and charged with quote forging signatures on nomination petitions so that he could get his quote democratic clients on the ballot during the 2019 primary races in the city and shapiro's office announced that hey you know what, we're not going to allow this to happen on our watch. We can't have election fraud in our area. Uh, and in our, but now you got literally Democrats saying wide-scale election fraud and we're arresting someone. Do we need more evidence, Lee? How, how much evidence do we got to have? You know, it, it's not an impossible burden. You know, you, haven't, you need to have enough evidence uh, to go into court and say, you know, typically the way it works is you get a felony preliminary hearing and that's the hearing before the big criminal trial starts where you go to the judge and say, yeah, the guy in front of me, you know, I'm a cop, threw a little baggie full of white powder out the window. I pulled him over. I got the baggie and uh, it tested for cocaine. So we're charging him with cocaine possession or sale or whatever it is. And the judge goes, okay, sounds reasonable. You're bound over for trial. And then you go to trial. Prosecutor puts the same evidence on and the guy goes to jail. Uh, it's no different with white collar crimes. Why we aren't arresting and more to the point, prosecuting, not just these guys who are doing rampant and very obvious uh, fraudulent things in connection with elections, I don't know. I mean, we can all guess. They should be prosecuted. The evidence is there. And when you fail to deter criminal activity, you get more of it. And that is what we're seeing in America right now. That's what you were talking about with Target at the beginning of the hour. Oh, shock, you know, they're going down, their shares are going down, and they said it's not just Biden inflation, it's the fact that people can walk in in California and steal $1 less than 1,000 bucks worth of groceries and, and products, and they walk out the front door and nobody stops them. 
That is a problem. That is the way third world countries run. And if we want a third world country, we keep doing what we're doing and we're going to have one sooner than we can, than we can blink. But I have faith, Sam, that it's going to change for the better. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to change for the better for a variety of awesome reasons. We'll talk about them in seconds with Jason Cisneros. He'll be chiming in a whole lot more, too. Um, I just wanted to get out some of these critical stories with Lee Dundas. FreedomFighterNation.org, her website. Jason Cisneros will be talking a whole lot more because he's an incredible leader when it comes to new business on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. 22 state attorneys general led by General Austin Knutson of Montana are asking the Biden administration to end its draconian vaccine mandate for health care workers because it is causing critical staff shortages and is justified with incorrect data. Newton said the science didn't ever back that the COVID vaccine was ever going to prevent transmission. House Republicans held a press conference Thursday, the morning after officially taking the majority, vowing to investigate the Biden family's business dealings. The evidence on the Biden laptop, they say, ignored under Democrat rule, will now see the light of day. Republicans are concerned President Biden may be compromised with the foreign government, saying he's been lying to the American people about not knowing any of his family's pay-for-play business deals. Taylor Swift's concert tour is getting off to a rocky start. Her ticketing agency is having problems with all the Internet traffic as demand is high. Tim Berg from our Phoenix Bureau reports. Ticketmaster is canceling Friday's public sale of concert tickets for Taylor Swift's upcoming tour. The company cites an extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems. It also says a cancellation is caused by an insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet the demand the sale will generate. This comes as investigations have been launched into Ticketmaster for its handling of the sale of tickets for Swift's The Eras Tour. The first official day of winter is still a month away, but winter is making its presence known across the United States as lake-effect snow piles up in western New York through the weekend. A blast of cold Arctic air will send temperatures downward from the northern Rockies to the southern plains. The Green Bay Packers' woes continue, losing to the Tennessee Titans last night, 27-17. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. Guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound, struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack, valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver Dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745.
Lee Dundas, Jason Cisneros, and Sam Bushman in the round table, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, for over 25 years, we've been on the radio telling the tale of truth. And this is considered Solutions Radio because we never bring a problem to you without solutions. When it comes to election fraud, we're putting together a 12-step program for us to heal. Yeah, 12-step program for vote fraud. What do you think of that, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we got to do that because we're, we're under the alkaline of convicted voters. Everybody's voting all the time. we got to solve that with a 12-step program. So we're working on that. We're also working on something else with Lee Dundas and Jason that's incredible, Lee. Yeah, well, thanks again for having us today, Sam. Um, you know, I don't know how your listeners feel, but I can guess how you feel. I can guess how they feel because I know how I was feeling. About a year ago, I, you know, I'm doing these Clay Clark events with Jason, with a lot of the influencers, General Flynn, Eric Trump all the time. And, and we had just gotten back from doing one of these, and I was talking to Jason on the phone. He was in a different state than me, and I said, you know, every single time I do one of these freedom events, I'm talking to the people in the audience, and and we're all knowing what we need to do, and that is we need to stop supporting these large corporations like Facebook, like Twitter, like the big e-commerce giants, Amazon, Walmart, Target, that are literally breaking the backs of, of the common people. They are taking the profit that they make off of our purchases, and they are turning those profits around and gutting the principles that our entire country was founded on. Freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of the press. I mean, that's, that's all we were talking about for the last half hour, right? And, and we all know, we can see it happening. We're upset about it. We know what the answer is. We gotta stop doing it. But everybody turns around and they go, okay, well, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to quit funding Amazon with my online purchases. Where do I go? I, I need an alternative though. I can't just not buy anything the rest of my life, right? <clears throat> so I was talking to Jason. Jason and I were chatting. And I said, you know, I'm tired of waiting. I'm, I'm just tired. I'm an impatient type A person. I, everybody keeps saying in the Patriot movement and in the freedom loving movement, oh, I'm going to start a store. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the solution to, the, to, to not buying at Walmart this Christmas. And then another year goes by and, and nothing happens. And, and I, I just want to, you know, they say, be the change you want to see. I'm going to do it, Jason. We need to do it. And Jason said, you know, funny, I've been having the exact same talk in my own head over here with my friends and, and my family and, and, and my own subconscious. And, and I was thinking the same thing. And we were literally, Sam, you know, great minds running the same direction, starting to move down parallel paths. And we thought, well, that's just silly. Um, yeah, I don't want to be competing against Jason. We're buddies. We, we like to do things in tandem, whether it's pulling kids out of brothels in third world countries or, you know, fighting for freedom on these stages. So we decided we would start our own company that would be an alternative to the e-commerce platforms that are out there. Unlike Bezos, unlike all these giants of industry, we don't want to be making money off the public though. That's not our interest. We're fine. We don't need your money. We wanted to make a store that your listeners could have online so that they can make money after they took it in the teeth because they stood up and said, no, I'm not getting the vax and their hospital or their police department or their retailer fired them for standing up for freedom and their medical freedom. And now they don't have a job and now they're hurting for money. So it's super simple. You basically, uh, you, know, you sign up online, you give us your bank account info, you tell us what you want your new store name to be and you put in your particulars and a few minutes later, you get a link and you, you tailor the back end so it's customized to, to be in your store. And then all you gotta do, Sam, is when you're at the PTA meeting, when you're at church on Sunday, when you're out there you know, talking to people, 
when they're saying, oh my gosh, I'm late on buying my kids Christmas gifts, you say, hey, no problem, shop at my store. And, and don't just buy your Christmas gifts here, but, but know that you're, you know, you're, you're really forwarding freedom when you do that. You're refunding the people who care about this country and you're defunding the left. So it is simultaneously providing a place for people to shop that is not Walmart and Amazon and also putting money back into the pockets of the people who actually care about this country. Because make no mistake right now, Sam, as you have been highlighting in so many ways over the last couple of minutes, we're at war and you don't win a war without a war chest. And that is the one thing the Patriots have been a little slow, you know, that they, they, they threw this into our backyard. We weren't ready for it. We're, we're behind the eight ball. We can get there, but we can't get there without money. So it's time to quit funding the people who are taking our money to basically put bullets in the constitution and in our family and start, you know, handing that money back to the people that, that give a darn about this country and that will use their bullets and their money wisely. So that's what we're here to do. The name of the company is Noblis like noble, N-O-B-L-E-U-S dot com. Uh, I'm going to pass it over to you and Jason to fill in the details. And, and I'll tell your listeners at the end, we got a special promotion for the people. You know, what it, you know what it seems to me like, Jason? It seems to me like kind of, um, uh, oh, what do you call these um, systems? You've got Amazon, which is the big behemoth. You've got Pinterest. Uh, and then you've got, uh, what's that other little place everybody buys? Etsy. Etsy, yeah. it's almost like this is the ground-up Patriot-style merging of all of those together where we can actually make money. It, it's exactly what it is, and it, it's interesting because Lee and I, again, we, we were thinking along parallel paths. And, and I look at things, again, there's got to be a story behind it because, again, we're not, I, I wasn't interested. I retired back in 2019 so I could do rescues of kids and, and work in the domestic violence field and feed, feed people. Uh, pretty much the rest of my life. Well, as we say, tell God your plans, and and uh, and then He laughs at you. Um, it brought it all the way back to the idea and the concept that all liberty is based in economics, right? We we forget that. We talk about the First Amendment, which is super important, the Second Amendment, all of the all of the different things that we talk about. But all wars and uh, and the onset of slavery begins in economics. If you can't, if you have no foundation to be able to take care of you and your family, it's hard to fight back, right? What do I do? Uh, Lee mentioned we've been traveling and, and traversing this country for the past couple of years, including shutting down the Golden Great Bridge together uh, in in uh, California. And one of the things that we've heard from the audience consistently is one question: What can I do? And, and our answer to that is based in what ha uh, the rescue team that I work with, um, certain ministries out of California. We have a gentleman on our team that is a pastor who sneaks into Cuba to, to uh, you know, to spread the, the gospel. And, and we were sitting down in Mexico uh, on, a, on a thing that we were working on, and he started to tell the story. So they just got back from, from Cuba, and the guy that was supposed to greet us was gone. And, and he said, well, where is he? And he said, well, he's in prison. And he goes, in prison, this guy is one of the most kind, loving, like, what, what did he do? And he said, he got caught with two chickens. Now, I want everybody to think about this for a second, because this is where we're headed, is that in Cuba, in any communist uh, uh, regime, in any time in history, when they want to take control of the electorate, of, of the, the uh, culture, they have to make people dependent on a centralized government. It's a must. 
if it if it's not if there's independent access to capital then you cannot enslave a people because they have choices they have options and and they work that way so he got five years for each chicken five years in prison for each chicken because he dared rep, have, have a, a display an independence of of capital and independence from that centralized government now and jason so this, this is this interesting there was an amish guy in the united states his name was sam gerard and sam literally uh, had this salve that you rub on your hands if your hands gets all cracky he was a you know a a, a, a farmer right um mm. and he literally went to jail because of his salve right yeah because you know if, if you're not tied in if you don't have lobbyists if you don't have, and that's what's going on here in this country. You go all the way back to what was it, 1890, the very first time that they passed an antitrust law, and then they followed it up, I think, a few years later in 1908 or something of that nature, to make it illegal for for gov- or for for companies to own too much of the marketplace and, and to uh, um, you know put their thumb on the scale of destructive uh, innovation. And, and we passed laws all the way back then. Right now, I can tell you that the antitrust situation in our country is much, much worse. They've disguised it with holding companies and operating companies. And, but you flow all the way up to who controls a, a lot of these things. It, it basically goes back to 12, 12 different families. And so you have to, we have to remain um, independent from a centralized government. And so what we did was while we still have that freedom, we decided to create a movement, an economic movement that, that operates sort of like a triangle. On one end, you have vendors that are providing material and, and, uh, and products or services. On the other end, you have people that are, that are the consumers that need the stuff. And then you have people that, are, that own the stores, right? And so in the middle of that is where we built Noblest. So that we could, we don't compete. Like Amazon, 60% of its of its revenue is done by third-party vendors, who when they get too big, they put them out of business by stealing their product, their their line, all that other kind of stuff. Uh, we don't compete. We simply built a platform for people to find people that they trust. Like for instance, if you had your own store, people could go there, they get their toilet paper, their basketballs, all the all the kitty litter, whatever they need. And hey, Cameron, and skip the break real quick. Supported. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're talking about is an e-commerce platform that will allow us to monetize patriots once again, to defund the left mega corporations by providing an online shopping experience for all of us. We can be on both ends. We can make money as a store. We can purchase as consumers where we can purchase products from people who are philosophically aligned or like-minded with us. This is huge. Now, it's uh, uh, noble, and then us, U.S., which sounds great because it's the United States of America where this is starting. You can get an, uh, a noblest store or noblest store if you text the word freedom, just F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 53445. Or you can go to noblest.com. Uh, to learn more about it. This is a way for us to all get involved. How far along are you in this project, guys? Lee? We're we're launching right now. Charlie Kirk is backing us. We're hoping to be live with these stores soon. By the way, for your listeners today, if they text the word freedom to 53445, again, that number 53445, we waive the $799 one-time fee. 
uh, and your store is free because honestly, Sam, the people who are listening to you, listening to us today, these are the people who care about this country. These are the people who are going to save this country. They've already paid their dues as far as Jason and I are concerned. We are rewarding them with a store. This is obviously not something we can offer everybody forever because, you know, it's not a sustainable business model. But for your listeners today, uh, the store is free because these are the people who are fighting for God's country and fighting for freedom, and we want to honor them. One-time deal if they text the word freedom to 53445. And we are launching before Christmas season, so get in now, guys. Get in now. Are there already stores that are up where I can shop now? Jason? They will be up in about the next five to 10 days. We've, we've got about 1,500 people that have signed up for stores, and we are currently stocking those shelves to be ready for the Christmas season. And um, we're going to all grow together. We've got some really great things in store for this company. All right, Lee, uh, we know you got to fly uh, here in a second, but I want you to kind of speak to this a little bit more. Um, the real problem for Patriots is there's no money in the game. I mean, Sam wants to go to Lee to get money to fund his TV and radio shows. Lee wants to go to Sam to say, Sam, I'm fighting, you know, sex trafficking and all this other stuff. Can you help me with cash for my travel budget? And both causes are worthy and just. But, man, we've got to find ways to, to redirect our resources in ways that help us, not destroy us, Lee. Well, and that's correct. I mean, money's tight. Biden's not helping. But here's the thing you're already buying food and clothing and various products you know backpacks for your kids and things that are necessities and you're going to keep buying them i mean we're not just going to go well things are too pricey i'm just going to wave the white flag and, and kill myself today we're going to have to buy these products anyway so all we're asking folks to do is bet on the people who are going to save this country and i don't mean sam you and me and jason i mean get out there and bet on yourselves we're spending money anyway, let's spend it more wisely. To do anything less than that is to hand literally bullets to Hitler, the Hitler of our era. And I, for one, am tired of doing it. And I know that everybody else is tired of doing it because when we launched this thing a couple days ago on Clay Clark's stage, there were only about 1,000 people in the audience late at night and 700 signups two hours later. Like everybody who had a darn, darn phone in the audience texted the word freedom to 53445. This is a game-changing, pivot-point, sea-changing type of move right here. We are going to get our own war chest. We're going to win this fight. Never doubt a small group of concerned citizens, as Margaret Mead said, can change the world, for indeed, we are the only ones who ever have. And it starts here. It starts today. Go get yourself a Noblest store so we can retake America economically and for freedom. Text the word freedom to 53445. Thanks so much again for having us today, Sam. Now, I don't know if I dare say this. But I'm going to say it anyway. You ready? I'm ready. Ready. Noblest.com is too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> oh, my Thank you, Lee. We'll Ooh. talk soon. Jason, stay right there. Sounds good, guys. Take care. I know you got to fly. Thank you, Lee. All Jason, right. I mentioned Bye. that it was a little bit like Etsy. And that is because Etsy is kind of known as the marketplace for people to generate new goods and services that might be smaller, might be entrepreneurial, might be this and that. I know you're a serial entrepreneur, so you get this. But it's like Etsy in that you can have your own shop with just talents that, that you say, you know what, right now it's a hobby, but yet it's going to grow or whatever. That's the Etsy side of the discussion. The Amazon side of the discussion is pretty soon, over time, you'll have all kinds of goods and services like the big boys, so to speak. And the reason that I mentioned it was a little bit like Pinterest is because over time you're going to want to kind of mark your favorite stores uh, within this huge 
um, noble us, I don't know what you want to say, network of patriots, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's and that's what we're doing. We again, we just kind of wanted to be that that sort of intel inside for our movement. And and you say, you know, Shopify, we're we're launching. You know, this is this is where our team. We were going to launch last year around this time, and we were trying to piece together different types of software to make this work. And and I just looked at it and I said, nope, we're going to take whatever time it, it takes, whatever kind of money it takes to be able to program this ourselves. So we actually built that, uh, the intelligence in, into the software itself. We've been negotiating with banks. Um, you know, as, as we know, we've, we know what their, their game plan is to debank us, to, to uh, you know, make us dependent on the centralized government. We know their rules. So we built this uh, with all of the years of experience. Uh, from from what has happened in the markets marketplace and programmed it in and we completely own and control all of that and we've protected it on the bank side and so on and so forth so it we are going to launch here in very in the very few, near future with half a million products and you can pick with and then by june we'll probably have about three million di- uh, different products and if you have a product that you want to get in front of those millions and millions of people then that's what we want to do we want to create that flow of, of revenue and income amongst ourselves to be able to fight back against the enemy. Ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of people have tried to promote Make America, you know, products. Uh, I know I've been uh, involved ever since the Chuck Harder days where he had uh, For the People, uh, and he worked on with uh, Pat, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, Pat Choate, sorry. Pat Choate and others, they had a Make America Project. I know that Glenn Beck tried to Make America Project. The real solution here is to back into uh, a Noble Us, NobleUs.com store and website, and then eventually, slowly but surely, start to bring manufacturing back to the United States uh, as well. And I know there's a big push on both fronts. I think all of it is valuable. We've got to connect American businesses one with another, American patriots with American business, people who are true to our values, people who focus on. Uh, I like the project. It's noble. And I like the fact that it starts in the U.S., thus noble U.S. Is that how you got the name? Yeah, we actually started with another name, and we started to look at, you know, because there's other people who have attempted this. You just mentioned it. And God bless them for sort of, you know, paving that way for us to be able to learn. And there's a lot of people that have tried to start something like this. And what we did was we said, you know what, there's nobility in, in working together. There's nobility in building ethical capitalism. Ethical capitalism is what changed the entire world, right? Uh, unethical capitalism is what you see on on the Bezos and 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 the Gates and all yeah, that. Yeah, Cleon Skousen, the uh, Cleon Skousen, the epic writer, called it naked capitalist. But yes. Oh yeah, exactly. So what we wanted to do was just bring back that that what lessons that we've learned. Look for a noble way to be able to do it, so that everybody, you know, that 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 it's the it's the equal opportunity, not the equal uh, um, you know display of outcome. It's the equal opportunity so that if you work harder, if you, you know, fail forward fast, if you, if you learn lessons, if you put yourself out there more, you're going to succeed more, but it gives us a place for that money to start circulating among us 
so that we can end up with maybe a Soros on our side that ends up fighting back against this evil and, and make sure that we set the standard because we're about to lose not just for our generation selfishly, it's for the next generation, for our children, for our grandchildren. We're about to lose this opportunity for them because we, as a, as a society, abdicated our responsibility and became very, very selfish instead of selfless. And I believe our movement, our, our opportunity here, our company is going to be able to, to level the playing field against some of these, these Goliaths, and we get to be David. All right, ladies and gentlemen, to waive the startup fees, get a nobleus.com store now. You can do so by going to the website, or you can text the word, quote, freedom to 53445. That's 53445. Or again, go to nobleus, N-O-E, or N-O-B, L-E-U-S, nobleus.com. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, this is a way that we make a difference. This is Solutions Radio, as I mentioned. Now, one unique thing that you need to be aware of as well, a lot of people try these startups, but you got to have someone who has kind of the, um, I don't know what you'd say, experience and savvy to get it done. Jason Cisneros is a serial entrepreneur, folks. He's been down this road more than once, more than twice. Uh, Jason, kind of help people understand a little bit of who you are, because who's behind the company? People like Charlie Kirk, people like Jason Cisneros, Lee Dundas. These kinds of people are, that's going to be the difference, I think, Jason. Yeah, we wanted to build it with people that are rock solid. Um, we've got, uh, you know, we're veteran, veteran-owned. I'm not a veteran, but we have veterans on our team, uh, the founding, the, the co-founders. And the people that are stepping up are exactly the people that have been out there saying, "Hey, we need to stand up for our for our own, um, you know, for our own freedom." And they're standing behind this. Um, the the names, the list has become very long, and we're going to start producing some of that information really, really quick. But ultimately, um, you know, I I started out in business. Uh, uh, this country gave somebody like me, my adopted father, I'll just give you a, um, a brief history, but my adopted father went to prison for attempted murder of me and my mom when I was 17 years old. Um, I knew the drug business. I knew, you know, that world because he was in that world. I delivered my first drugs when I was 12 years old. And he massively abusive to me, massively abusive to my mom. And, and then mentors started stepping into my life and they helped turn me around. They they said, look, Jason, you can, you can execute on your, your, your potential by doing the right things, by executing on principles. And I started doing that. I changed my complete life around this country through its economic freedom, through small business, through medium-sized business. That gave me the opportunity to be able to change the stars for my family and their outcome. And so I built a couple of companies, went bankrupt in the early part of my life, learned all the, the lessons. And then came back and built a very nice company that I exited out of in 2019 for, for uh, enough money to not care what anybody says or thinks about me. And I can say whatever I feel like. So it is a, it is a way to freedom. Um, and I've done this quite, quite a bit. I, own, I still to this day own one of the, one of the top uh, consulting com companies in the country called Anton J. And, um, and, and so we have a lot of people backing this that have a lot of experience that know what we're doing. Our tech team is just packed with, with talent. And we're going to build. One of the premises that helped me be successful in business, Sam, is to fall in love with the outcome of my client. 
not to fall in love with my outcome, not to fall in love with, with my idea of, of all those things. I've achieved a certain level in life. I'm paying it forward. I'm bringing the opportunity to the marketplace so that anybody that wants to, to fight the fight can, can have a tool in their tool belt to level the playing field against these Goliaths. Jason, your serial entrepreneur makes you a veteran of business, maybe not a veteran in the traditional sense, but we're going to work with veterans. We're going to work with Americans. We're going to work with talk show hosts, radio and TV. We're going to work with organizations. We're going to work with everybody that's liberty-minded to take this thing forward and redirect our money uh, towards goods and services and people that are ready to stand up for the sacred cause of liberty. Okay, it's a noble cause, folks. Nobleus.com is the website. Or text the word freedom to 53445. When you do that, when you text the word freedom to 53445, you'll be in line to basically waive a lot of the startup fees and get your own ability to help spread the word, share the love, whatever uh, term you like to use for it. But we're talking about patriots working with patriots to live our lives promoting God, family, and country, protecting life, liberty, and property, and every transaction we engage in should foster those efforts. That's what we're talking about with NobleUs.com. Uh, Jason, the final words here, sir. Final, final words are thank you again for everything that you're doing. Thank you for the years and years and the consistency. And, and this is why we built it, so that people that come together around these common ideas we could start to recirculate that, that money, that influence, and that power so that we could have our culture represented. And, and we just are, we're in the fight of our life. We're in the fight of our life, and, and you got to throw everything you possibly can. And I feel like the easiest thing for us to do is just redirect those dollars towards a company and a group of people that you believe in. Please do your research on all of us. Join us. I cannot wait to be in the fight with you and your audience. Thank you, brother. God bless you, Jason. Keep us posted on the progress and exactly what happens. We'll have you on from time to time with little blips, keeping an update on this because it's critical. Ladies and gentlemen, text the word FREEDOM to 53445 or go to com and become part of the solution today. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Sam. For Dr. Scott Bradley, Sam Bushman, Lee Dundas, and Jason Cisneros, and our producing team behind the scenes, God bless all of you. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.